Warning, this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Due to the graphic nature, listener discretion is advised. Welcome from wherever you are. This is The Demon Inside with your host, John Venom. If you want to review a different episode of The Demon Inside, you can find them on Spotify or Anchor. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will come out every Monday. And now, to our show. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to The Demon Inside. Hello, my Demon Insiders, and welcome back to the show. This is The Demon Inside, and I am your host, John Venom. Today, we are diving into The Demon Inside, Claudia Nadia Rodriguez. Claudia Nadia Rodriguez was a 37-year-old woman who stabbed her son over 25 times. Now, before I continue, this story is very violent, and you will hear the child crying as he is being stabbed. So please, discretion is advised. You never know what you would do until you're in that situation where you're at your wit's end. Tonight, neighbors are shaken after a violent attack between a mother and son turns into a deadly police-involved shooting in Henderson. Thanks for joining us. I'm Trisha Keen. This happened at an apartment complex near Eastern and Horizon Ridge Parkway. 13 investigative reporter Joe Bartels spoke to the people there who are trying to make sense of what happened. Police are calling this a very tragic situation. We spoke to neighbors who say they didn't really see anything from the outside that would have led them to believe what happened. From the outside looking in, neighbors at this Henderson apartment complex can only imagine what went on behind closed doors. Because I feel as a community we have to do better. Um, the fact that I knew who this woman was but I was not personally attached to her makes me somewhat like I'm responsible. Judy Warner, a mother of three kids, says she knows of the mom who police now say was behind a violent attack on her seven-year-old son, stabbing him multiple times. As a mom, I have to step up. I have to do better. Like, it's my wake-up call, you know? And it's not like to move out of here. It's just to like, if I notice something, I hear something, I see something, I need to get more involved. It was around noontime when Henderson police got a 911 hang-up. When they called back, they quickly figured out there was a violent fight going on inside the apartment. Moments later, police say they found the mom agitated and one officer shot her. She was taken to a hospital where she died. The boy rushed into emergency surgery and is expected to survive. Obviously, this is a, a tragedy for anybody involved in a situation like this, so we want to use due care and take care of everyone as best we can. As investigators try to get to the bottom of what happened, stunned neighbors like Warner are now asking themselves could they have stepped in or noticed any warning signs. But you never know what you would do until you're in that situation where you're at your wit's end. And I'm not condoning what she did, but you never know until you hit rock bottom where you're like, oh my gosh, and for whatever reason she felt this is what she needed to do, and I don't agree with it, but people should have stepped in, people should have helped her out. 
Police were unable to reveal if they had any previous calls for service at the apartment. No officers were hurt. The name and age of the mom shot by police will be released later. The officers involved in the shooting will be placed on routine leave pending the investigation. Joe Bartels, 13 Action News. So, Henderson, Nevada Police Department got a call from 911 and this little boy is crying on the phone and he's saying that his mother wants to kill him. Then she starts talking. So what I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna play you that 911 call. This critical incident community briefing is intended to provide information surrounding the officer-involved shooting that occurred at 10701 Southeastern Avenue in the City of Henderson Police Department's West Patrol Division. This transparent viewing is in no way intended to draw any conclusions as a complete administrative investigation is currently taking place. The images you're about to see may be disturbing and you may hear strong language. When a police officer uses force to arrest a suspect or to defend against an attack, it can be graphic and difficult to watch. Viewer discretion is strongly advised. Henderson 911, what is the address of the emergency? Uh, 2222, Summerside Park. Okay, and what is your... Uh, my mom tried to kill me. You guys are trying to kill each other. They're making us do it. Okay, ma'am, what's the... Is it an apartment complex? You're not... You're giving me an apartment number, not... It's not an address. Okay, ma'am, probably around it. We got Kelly's other. Okay. Going out. Ma'am, what is the name of the apartment complex? It's apartment 222, Building 22. I... I know, but what apartment complex are you in? You're not giving me an address. You're just giving me a unit number. I'm sorry? Equestrian. Okay. I know. The one at 10701 Step Eastern? Yeah. Okay. What is your name? Okay. What's going on? So this call is truly heartbreaking. This little boy called 911 and kept telling 911 to help him. I believe that while she was answering these questions, she wasn't hurting him. She had already hurt him. And uh, as soon as the 911 operator asked, what's your name? It no longer satisfied her to answer anymore. So what she started doing again is stabbing him again. And she claims that somebody else made them do it. So before all this happened, her oldest son, he was at a friend's house the day before, and he had come over back home, and she wouldn't let him in. She was feeling very paranoid as if somebody had been watching her. And 
so he ended up she wouldn't let him in the house so he ended up leaving to his friend's house stayed the night and then went to school the next day so he hadn't been back since the day before but he related to uh, the investigators that she had been paranoid for some time and she felt like they had put cameras in the house and they were hearing they had hearing devices in the house and whoever they were was keeping track so now this is the portion where we show where, where I put the police officers with their body cams and this is that recording from both of these officers and what I did was I compiled them together so you can hear it from both sides at the same time no recording At this stage in the investigation, we have learned that Ms. Mendez was able to obtain the officer's service weapon and discharged one round during the struggle. We also confirm that the victim child suffered 25 stab wounds during the ordeal. The City of Henderson Police Department recognizes that this tragedy will have lasting effects on everyone involved. We would also like to remind everyone that this is an ongoing investigation and the facts and circumstances as we now know them may change as information becomes available. We'll be right back after a few words from our sponsors. Welcome back to The Demon Inside. So, Claudia Rodriguez uh, approached the officer naked, which I've done shows on naked men before. This is the first time that I've heard of the naked woman who was actually attacking the police officers, and she was saying that they had to kill each other, that she had to kill her son, and that they had to kill her. So delusional I mean I'm not saying that this was not delusion but if she was having a delusion why do these delusions always tell them to kill people or kill themselves or kill their kids so on these shows what I like to do is go through three different scenarios one is logical medical and spiritual 
And the logical, I mean, there is no logic to this. Uh, there's never any logic to anybody killing their child. Uh, whether it's for money, whether it's for to be free so that they can date, uh, to get away from burden or whatever they think it is, to kill a child to make it uh, safer for the world, who knows? But it's never logical to kill a child. That's just... And of course, I'm going to say insane, but logical is for me not what happened here. Medical, of course, delusions. She's having visions. She's thinking people are following her. She's paranoid. She was even paranoid of her own child, uh, which was the older child. Uh, also, she was feeling like she had to kill the six-year-old, which I believe she thought she had to kill the six-year-old because they were making her do it. Now, who is they? And she says, according to her oldest son, that he was saying that the FBI had been watching her according to her delusions. So, yes, it's possible, but when do the FBI ever make people try to kill each other especially a woman killing her child uh in this scenario who has no type of government affiliation or no type of affiliations to any other countries and for me the delusions why do they always go to referencing like killing or demons even though this wasn't a demon referenced incident but they always go back to the same thing. They always go back to delusions of entities that want them to hurt each other or hurt other people. You could be schizophrenic and see, you know, FBI agents, CIA agents. You could see the president of the United States. You could see George Washington. Uh, but the thing is, is that a lot of people envision demons so why demons as opposed to your dead uncle or your dead aunt or somebody that you've actually seen or even abraham lincoln you know thing is is those delusions might not be you know they might not be and I can't even say real, they might actually be demons. They might not actually be a delusion. It might be the demon making you feel like it's a delusion or it's your head or you're freaking out. So I've had a lot of time to look into why people always say, well, if it's a demon, how do they control it with pills? Well, a lot of the pills that people use for schizophrenia or for delusion, you know, things like that, to see uh, things that aren't there or to feel like you're not paranoid anymore or to basically calm your mind down and to kind of take away that scenario from your head so you're no longer feeling like anybody is after you. Now, you could say that that's the mind, that's the uh, pills working on the mind. You could say that's uh, your brain shutting down that portion of that. But here's the thing with me is, if you're going to have a delusion, I mean, once you see 
Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, you know, Donald Tuck, once you see something other than demons, why is it always demons or the devil? Why can't it be I saw an angel or I saw God? And on some of these new episodes that I'm doing, there are people that see angels and think they see angels and kill for God, or at least that's what they think they are. So for me, spiritual is what's going on on this one. She uh, probably was infested with a demon who wanted her to kill her child. And we've gone through this before with other shows where they get mothers to kill their kids. And I believe that it might be the demon Lilith, which is the first demon which Lilith was the first wife of Adam and according to of course religions that never happened but other religions that did happen because everybody wants to think that the only one that was there was Eve Eve was created by from Adam's rib but Lilith was also created for Adam as his first wife which didn't work out so Lilith has actually become a mother of demons and Lilith eats children Lilith kills children Lilith uh, has no motherly you know uh, thing there so the best way for her to do it is to take over these mom these mothers have them see what she wants them to see and then they end up killing their own kids so for me this is spiritual and it's the demon Lilith and Lilith shows no sign of stopping because it happens all the time I mean there's a newspaper article in the demons den if you ever get a chance to look at it it's on the demonsden.com and they show a number of mothers that are killing their kids even to today i mean there is not a lot of news uh, like it used to be about you know uh yates or this one or any of the other ones <coughs> as a matter of fact on this one this is i'm the only one so far that has been doing this on a podcast for claudia I looked everywhere for anybody else talking about Claudia Rodriguez and this whole situation of being possessed or just Claudia Rodriguez killing or trying to stab her kid, but since her kid survived, so let me say that again, her kid did survive. So since her kid survived, you really don't hear that much about it, but the mother Claudia she actually was shot in the head she did die she tried to reach for the gun she pulled out the police officer's gun she fired a shot he was struggling to hold it down you heard the the whole clip and uh, the other officer came into the apartment and shot her in the head now both officers were clear because it was a righteous shooting but these are things that you're not hearing about because people don't care I mean if the kid would have died that would have been one thing but since he didn't die it's not a big story so for the demons this not being a story means that nobody believes about it nobody knows about it 
So we continue with our life and they continue invading everybody's life, especially mothers and kids and things like that, trying to, you know, turn everybody against each other. And so you have to be real careful with what you do when you invite these things into your home or into your life or you need to be careful of who you invite over to because they could possibly bring it with them. They might not even know they have it. You invite them in and they're in. It's kind of like a vampire, I guess. You have to invite these things in but at the same time too children invite these entities in all the time because demons like to portray themselves as little kids because to them this is the way they get in because they know sometimes adults will not let them in they're not going to appear to an adult so that an adult can say yes come inside me but they will appear to a child and say yes come into my home come play with me and then from that point on they start making the father or the mother upset they start making them go uh angry get anxious be uh mean you know and before you know it they're not them their right self anymore so you take somebody that was super nice and raising their kids into somebody that kills their kids because this entity decided to talk to the child and got invited in so with that i think what people need to do is clear your home sage your homes you know throw holy water pray to god make sure that you're clean your your house has an uplifting feeling to it because in all reality these evil spirits are just waiting to come into the house and destroy everything you have and taking your life at, at the same time and they don't care that's just a part of what they do and nothing stops them unless you decide to stop them and tell them no so for this episode, this, I'm your host again, John Venom, and it was a pleasure talking to you all, and I'll see you next episode. Take care, guys. Don't forget to subscribe to The Demon Inside on Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast directory, or through our website, anchor.fm backslash The Demon Inside. A new episode of The Demon Inside comes out each Monday. Let us know what you think and join the conversation on our Demon Inside Facebook page and on Instagram. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join me next Monday for a new Demon Inside. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends. I'm John Venom. We'll see you next time. If I don't get possessed. The Demon Inside was created and written by James Porter. It's a production of Venomous Entertainment. Theme music, Demon Inside is on the album Conjure One by Reese Fulber. Background music was created by Lucas Key.